0: Thanks for joining us today. This is Hannah and I'm so thrilled to get to discuss this topic for today and that is homeschooling. And I have a very special guest with me, my mother, who homeschooled myself and my three younger siblings all through a range of uh, completion of high school or somewhere in high school we transferred out of home and went into a different institution to just kind of experience what that was like to have teachers in multiple subjects. And at that time, when I was a child in high school, you had to enroll in a public high school to participate in sports. And so that, again, that was another reason that I transferred out, but not because I had had an experience in homeschooling that um, my mom felt I was best in a different institution, but she let that be our own free choice after a certain age. So we want to talk today on different thoughts of homeschooling, why you might be interested in homeschooling. What does it look like for a new mom who wants to start that process? As we kind of continue out of the COVID um, maybe crush and panic, you know, there's still a lot of people who are considering homeschooling, have homeschooled this past year, are looking to the future and etc. So we want to just go through some t- thoughts today from a woman who has, You mean, I'm 36. So that makes about, uh, let's see, 31 years of homeschool experience that my mother has walked through. And she was our primary teacher. My father, he was the provider. He worked outside the home, but my mother was the day-in and day-out teacher. So, Mom, thanks so much for joining us today. And I want you to start us with the question and answer of what began you on the homeschooling journey.
1: Hi, I'm Lori Hager. And I wanted to give my children a different setting than what I had growing up in a school setting for 13 years of my life I wanted to to give them a more personal application in their education hopefully um, helping them with their gifts and talents that God had given them hopefully myself discovering what they were outside of books and, and crafts and arts things like that I wanted to see what made them tick and I think I was successful in doing that and I think that also I was able to establish pretty much a firm foundation in the Lord and His Word and, and where I knew that they would not get that if they were away from me.
0: Mm, I like that point, Mom. You know, you said that l- letting your kids leave the house, you felt like you were not going to have perhaps the impact spiritually that you would have if they were with you. <laughs> Oh, man, just think about that. 24-7, my mom did that for 31 years. Now, just a bit of a background. My siblings and I were spread out about 12 years from oldest to youngest and very varied in personality, as you know all kids are. But my mother was able to, I think definitely as you learned, mom, and grew, you were able to start to tailor curriculum to us. So what I think was interesting now as an adult, my mom did not make all four of us go through one specific curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade. Um, She really worked at different curriculums. She learned them. She tried them, you know, and if she felt like it was a great fit for child B, she might have used that curriculum then their whole school. But she didn't use the same curriculum for all four of us. And I can remember summers, mom, where you would be on the table with tons of school stuff and she was literally piecing together what did you call that mom you piece together like um core curriculum that's not the right word what you you put together like a whole plan see i'm a person who i want it all written down i'm going to pay to have it all written down and planned for me but my mother loved to plan it tell us a little bit about planning and how you came to that point mom because i assume you didn't start that way
1: no, I did not start that way and it was through a lot of other people's help and through a lot of reading my own books, a mm. lot of studying, pouring over curriculum, uh, write-ups, reviews and seeing what would work, what wouldn't work and just it was a lot of trial and error. It really was, but I think it turned out fairly well and I knew immediately who was going to need more help in reading Mm. who was going to need more help in math who was going to have to drill 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 and who wasn't so by piecing it together I was able to adjust time a lot better for them so instead of spending two hours in math you can get this in a half an hour do the homework homework looks good okay let's go on so I think I took them out of many hours in a setting, maybe in, in a public school, and was able to do less hours at home. And we still had a lot of time to play, but most of our play was even organized. There was not, I, I had us organized every 15 minutes. I had a <laughs> schedule every 15 <laughs> minutes, I knew who was doing what. And we was also, we were taking care of uh, an elderly grandmother mm-hmm. in our home. So I'm telling you, it is possible.
0: Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit of the importance on routine so when I was six my mom was schooling me for about five years until she had to school my next sibling um, roughly and mom when did you find that the routine became really crucial of having a schedule consistently so getting us out of bed having breakfast at a certain time and really targeting when you wanted school to be finished for the day when you wanted to have dinner and when you wanted to have free time
1: well, that was a tough one for me because I had to learn that because I do not like to be scheduled. <laughs> I'm a spur of the moment. Hey, let's go do that person. But I had to be trained, and I counted on God to train me, and He did. And there were a lot of supplements out there for moms just like me. Uh, a lot of uh, handbooks and calendars and mm. and things to help get organized. I wasted some money, but when I found the key. And that was every 15 minutes, our day went a lot better. And when did that start? Probably about the third child, actually. Mm. Because there was no going back, and we weren't done having babies. So it was do or die, basically. I had to get it together, and I did.
0: Mm. You know, so you might be listening and think, well, that's great. You homeschooled some kids, but you know, what was the outcome? Um, did you feel like their IQ was high enough? Were they able to move into the workforce adequately? And so a little history there. So myself and one of my other siblings, we are both entrepreneurs. Three of us went on to college, um, did very well there, graduated college as well. One of us also went on and went to graduate school and got an MBA. And so like looking back at that process, mom, you know, you obviously knew, somewhere in high school probably the direction each of us was gonna go. So for the student who chose not to go to college, how did you keep the drive to finish school and finish it well for that that child? Well, that
1: particular child finished school very well on her own. I did not have to push or drive her forward. And I was able to, especially her 11th and 12th grade, I was able to really Get specific with her since so she wasn't going to go on to college at that time I was able to um, get books on psychology things that were probably a little bit more abnormal for that age and she was able to study on her own write up what she learned and I think that she was very successful in her homeschooling and she worked pretty much on her own with me overseeing what she was doing making sure she was getting things read but when you write something up after you read it you know that's that's a pretty good pretty good key that it's getting done and that there's understanding so knowing that she did not go to college like the rest of my children I'm okay with that she's a hard worker she doesn't back down for anything she has a very strong will and she's very well liked she has a great personality She's never met a stranger so it it was okay do I wish that maybe she would have went on? Maybe, just to have something to fall back on. But she's going to be okay, and she's doing well, so I, I don't have a hard time with that. My husband did a little bit, but she was very good at convincing him otherwise.
0: <laughs> so, you know, thinking back, Mom, you just mentioned um, her people skills were really strong. And I have heard you mention that multiple times to other mothers maybe who are are working through the process of how am i going to homeschool am i going to send them to a private school a public institution Um, what did you do because all four of us are pretty strong in people skills and we're not concerned about having to have a conversation with a complete stranger stand up and speak in front of people and etc what did you do to keep us socialized because I hear that comment a lot from parents who are maybe um, really unsure about homeschooling and they're concerned that their child will not get enough socialization
1: well I got involved with the homeschool group right away Probably. So, you know, for a kindergarten, first grade? Yeah, Hannah would have been, my firstborn would have been in uh, kindergarten. Kindergarten, yeah, that would have been it. So she, I got involved right away, and actually I helped run that homeschool group. Mm. Did I know what I was doing? No. But you know what? I learned on the way, and as I learned, they learned. And they were with other children. They were with other adults. And I don't have a child, even as they were growing up through homeschooling, that could not converse with an adult they did very well with that and they did we had neighbors they played with Um, so they I didn't have a shy child great
0: tell me a little bit mom about if a a new mom is listening and thinking okay I, I plan to homeschool this coming year and it's almost August 1st I don't have any books I don't know but you know something just changed in my school district and this is the direction i feel most comfortable with where do they start
1: well you need to talk to somebody who has quote been there and done that and you need to pray to see if this is god's avenue for you and your children because if you're thinking uh maybe maybe not maybe maybe not you better talk to somebody first a veteran because it may not be your avenue this is an endeavor that will um, require full commitment from you so think about that I have been with other homeschoolers or, or people that want to pull their children out of public school and we sit down and talk and I say why well they're having trouble and I said you have to do this in the child's best interest and yours and I advised her not to and it worked out well that she did not so you need to think about it you need to pray about it you have to have God's direction on this because it will become a survival time it's a commitment did I regret the, the commitment on this absolutely not it was thrilling to me did I have bad days yes and one thing you need to remember when your children are with you 24 7 which I have no regret having them with me, no regret. I loved it, is that they're gonna see your raw moments. They're gonna see when you melt down. They're gonna see when you get back up. They're gonna see you fall to your knees. They're gonna see you lift your hands. They're gonna see your tears. And those are great moments to build not only your character, but theirs. So don't think it's a perfect world and it's not a perfect homeschool day. You might have perfect ones, I wish you the best on that but there's going to be some struggles and you're going to learn a lot about about yourself and your children are going to see that too. It is something that's going to take your time but there are helps for you if you don't want to do it completely.
0: That's great. So, mom, you actually went right into our next question of do you have to be the only soul teacher or can you find ways to supplement, take some of the weight off your own shoulders in homeschooling? So maybe one option would be being part of a a homeschool co-op. And if you don't know what that is, that typically means meeting once a month at a location with other homeschooling families and there is usually an array of classes they're going to be extracurricular things that you as the mom may not provide at home such as music art um, what else mom maybe special kinds of sports like tennis basketball being on a basketball team that travels things like that as well as different science classes different um, history classes bible classes things to learn that you just may not have in your core curriculum every day that co-op is where other moms and dads come in and and teach those classes so you all bear the burden you kind of rotate around and you get your children to one have socialization two learn from another teacher that's not yourself and three it gives you the ability to feel like you're not in this alone mom what else would you say how can you find ways to take some of that weight off your shoulders as the only teacher
1: the homeschool group is the biggest help you'll find a lot of resources there from other moms and from the leader who can point you in directions that that you may be struggling in it's it's a it's a great um it's just a great little family Mm. and most of them have christian values some do not Mm. there might be some parents in there that you know are just homeschooling because they think it's the best thing I had tutors for my children Mm. in um, algebra until I learned algebra again. I had, um, we had music lessons, piano lessons. I taught art, so that was no big deal. But the piano lessons uh, were for discipline more than you're great at playing the piano. I mean, I have one at that that does that well. But the other two, I made them do it because of the discipline of it. And they play sports also for the discipline of it. We had one child, or Bob and I had one child that was not a sports (laughs) child at all. But we made her take a season of tennis lessons so she knew the discipline of it and she knew how to play because everybody else in the family knew how to play. Now she rides a horse, and nobody else rides a horse, but she's very disciplined with taking care of a horse for many years. So, those things are important whether they want to or not. Uh, The first time that I took my oldest to a tennis lesson because I thought that she needed some activity at the age of 12, I'll never forget. She got out of the car, walked (laughs) around the front of the car, and she just was staring at me with tears in her eyes. She came back, got in the car, and it was the most wonderful thing that she ever did. She was like a little ballerina on the tennis court. That's how she. That's how she made it and, and um, had fun with it. And she became a tennis player, and now she's a tennis uh, pro teacher. So it just it teaches discipline. So the group that you may want to get involved with, you need to talk to somebody who is involved who is homeschooling now. That's the most important thing. Find out who in your circle of friends or outside of your circle of friends homeschools or knows somebody who homeschools. Get with them. The older they are, the longer they've homeschooled, the better. If you find somebody who is complaining about homeschooling, run. Find somebody who's a veteran who says, it was the best experience Mm -hmm. of my life
0: like that. that's a good point so I want to jump back there for a second um, when you talked to mom about that you did so I was that child that she dropped off at the tennis court oh I was so angry at her and by the end of the week it was the best thing ever and she's right it turned into something that um, I got a lot of scholarship for through college and then something that actually was a large income for a, a large majority of my working life prior to having children and it was a great experience but on that it was because we had the flexibility in homeschooling where i was able especially in high school and this was for all my siblings that paid played tennis because we then all went on to either collegiate careers i have another sibling who now t- is a full-time teaching national pro down in georgia and Whatever we did with that, it was because of the flexibility, especially through high school, up into high school, that we were able to focus on our school. And um, we wouldn't really it was like half a day compared to what most kids went to an institution of learning. And it took us half a day to go through the same things they were doing just because we didn't have the same kind of breaks that they had. We didn't have the same kind of maybe needs that a teacher could have um with multiple kids in one grade you know my mom was just working with one child per grade at that time we didn't have snow days we didn't have um you know delays in the morning just things like that and so because of that we were able to be finished with school early afternoon and then we literally would go and we'd spend the rest of the day playing tennis training for tennis teaching tennis and I always accredit that mom the homeschooling um process a method that you had for us that because of that flexibility you allowed us even for my my sister who does not did not play tennis you know her flexibility and in, in being able to work with her horses at that time my mom was able to see here's a path you're going down we're going to make sure that you can read write do math you can choose to go to college and be um, educated enough to enter college if you want or i also see what you're skilled at and what you actually like to spend your time at and so it really gave us the flexibility as a family also to even travel the country my dad would take us on extensive um business trips with him he traveled quite a bit for work and he would take one of us with him and there's some beautiful memories i have of that of visiting the nation and really that was a point of socialization for myself because he would put me immediately in settings with much older much wiser adults and they would communicate with me like i was a 20 some and i was only 12 or 13 and i loved it i loved that time of learning that i had value no matter how old i was so I just wanted to highlight that flexibility of schedule, Mom, of where you, you chose to see um, potential in our giftings. How did you figure that out?
1: Well, like I said earlier, that was not easy because while you're dealing with one child, you know, another one is doing something. And, and so sometimes it was just a, um, uh, a struggle to get through the day. I mean, wow, I made it. Everybody's in bed. And, mm-hmm. and then I sit down with the school book or I, I, you know, I had a light on beside my bed trying to get math done, you know, setting it for the next day or something like that. But um, what was your question again? Hannah? My question was,
0: how did you see the value in some of our, our skill sets? All right. Um,
1: let me go to the schedule again. I wanted to establish a schedule for them. Hannah did say there was a lot of flexibility, but that flexibility be, um, was more when they got older. Mm. So at 6 o'clock, I got them out of bed. At 6.15, they had to be downstairs dressed.
0: A.M., she means. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> no pajamas. I know a lot of people think that people homeschool in their pajamas all day. Oh. My children never did. I just would, never thought of that. At 6.30, uh, they had some chores to do, and at 6.30, I believe we either ate breakfast trying to remember or we started Bible we had Bible for 15 minutes to 30 minutes it matters how well that went the moment and how many toddlers I had running around so then uh, we had breakfast everybody worked together everybody uh, cleaned up that was you know that's a struggle but I should have been better at that but I wasn't and then we started school at a certain time and I cannot tell you right now what that was I think that helped them a lot no to know that you had to be on time something was expected out of you you just didn't drag yourself downstairs and flop on the sofa you had to be up you had a little bit of time and you had to be moving then later on when they were in high school that became more flexible as long as I knew the work got done it became more flexible you had to be up maybe by a certain time be downstairs breakfast wasn't going to wait on you that was your choice you still had some chores but everything became a little bit more flexible because I wanted them to learn that time was important and valuable to them and how were they going to set up their own schedule I wanted them to learn that my oldest had a day planner from the age of probably
0: yeah at the the oldest
1: 11 or 12 she had a day planner and she had written down everything she was going to do it the next day or the next week and she and a neighbor boy were kind of like the same and they would share their day planners to see you know when they could meet up and swim or whatever they were going to do she was the only one that had a day planner the rest of them did not but every one of them you know the essence of time how valuable it is and i don't see any of them really it. they're they're busy people
0: Right. Mom, our last question for this topic is, what is the value of homeschooling? So if you had a family that's looking and considering and, and you were to talk to them and you felt like that, you know, they they heard from the Lord. That was a the direction that they felt really confident in it. But if you wanted to express the value of homeschooling versus the value of a private or public institution for schooling, what would that be?
1: All right, I wrote this down, so I'm going to read it from my paper. The value of homeschooling is much. To be a part of your child's everyday life is a true blessing. To watch their interests come alive in subjects, events, and the little things that they do every day helps you as a parent teacher to to pursue their their intent and their interest building their character for his kingdom is a huge endeavor and you are doing this you are doing this and not a stranger Mm. because god has entrusted you as a parent Mm. to make sure your child grows in him and only you as a parent can do that foundation and if you could do it every day 24-7, you can only be doing better. You can only be putting more in them than somebody else. So it is worth it. There are struggles. But as I look back, I regret none of it, and I do it all over again, but only better.
0: <laughs> well, as a child, an adult child now of my mother who did do that, I was very thankful I still am and so thankful to the point that my husband and I now privately educate our children to the fact that I felt like it was such a great experience it's something I hope to replicate for my own kids so we thank you for listening today we will have a part two to homeschooling um, with more question and answer time on topics coming up so please stay tuned for that and we look forward to chatting with you next time